Hey, hey, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Teddy Bay, back with a new podcast called Talk About It Teddy with my co-host. Yana Moore, what's going on, everybody? So I'm sitting here like, I really just want to say welcome back to Pool Table Podcast. <laughs> um, obviously, there's a name change. Uh, do you want to talk about that, uh, Teddy Bay? Um, the name change came about from my uh, TikTok. Uh. And, uh, I gained a little bit of popularity, I would say, on TikTok. And, uh-huh. um, they started calling me Teddy Bay. Did they, they started calling you Teddy Bay, or you made that up? No, a few women on the joint was like, oh, my God, Teddy. And I liked it, and I tattooed it. Oh, and God. now I'm Teddy Bay all motherfucking day. I had to... I had to unfollow and mute his post because <laughs> I didn't want to see what he had going on. What kind of content do you um, put on your TikTok? Well, first of all, hold on. Let's talk about how many followers you have and how many likes you have. Do you know off the top of your head? I have about 38,000 followers and about 300-something thousand likes mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. And what, what kind of content do you create <clears throat> on this here TikTok? The content is really just me using popular sounds to garner likes, views, and <laughs> engagement from my following. Uh-huh. And my following seem to want, you know, just more of me. So, But I've been expanding my content lately. You have. I do appreciate that. Like, I like the the actual content videos instead of you, like, humping your sink or, counter. Oh, that was that was a good one. That's those what made actually, me, that's what made me go away. Be pretty good. Yeah, that's what made me leave. I said, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. I used one with the Donald Trump sound to say it might get a little bigger. It may, it may not. And I was grinding in the sink. I had was, to <laughs> exit stage left. But you know, that's what's up. I'm glad that you're doing something that you actually enjoy. You you got a ring light and everything. Like you content creator room. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like he was doing outfits of the day and everything. I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I thought I was escaping it unfollowing him on TikTok and then he started putting it on his dang on Instagram. I said, God damn, I can't get out, get away from this guy. Speaking of Instagram, follow me on Instagram. Yes. Follow her on Instagram. Yes. Tell him yours because I got to look at Mine is at Yana underscore Amore. Make sure you give me a follow. Mine is I am underscore MBM 81. And my other one is Teddy underscore Bay 81 underscore. Lord. And my TikTok, since we're talking about TikTok, <laughs> it is Teddy underscore Bay 81. Follow me on there. This is, this, this is your third TikTok, right? Second. 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 My because first one, they deleted because I put a video <laughs> on there when I was at the club for my birthday. They said, the sound said, name a time when you were having fun. And I was at a strip club in Atlanta on my birthday. I posted it. And you can't post certain things on TikTok because mm-hmm. TikTok does community not Community guidelines. And uh, I just got in trouble for community guidelines recently for um, putting a video of me and a woman, a friend of mine, dancing. And they said it was adult content and sexual content and mm-hmm. adult something. I was like, what? But they gave it back to me. Mm-hmm. And one time I was live on TikTok. And there was people watching my live. And one person asked me, a male, I'm assuming, Mm-hmm. He asked me, was I gay? And I said, no, I'm not gay. I'm not into men. And they deleted me off TikTok for like a couple of weeks. <laughs> for me telling the guy I wasn't gay. I didn't call him out his name or say anything vulgar. I just said, I'm not gay. And But TikTok has a tricky algorithm. Mm-hmm. But I think I like TikTok the best out of all social media platforms. Why is that? Because they love me the most out of all other social media platforms. I'm going to say I love TikTok the most, not because they love me on there the most, because I don't post on TikTok. I don't really post on anything. But I do like how creative people are. Like, I will literally go on TikTok or I'm on, like using the bathroom, 
three hours later, I'm still on TikTok scrolling, laughing, like learning a lot. Like there's so many different things that I've learned on TikTok. I'm like, wow, the flow of information and how people are just able to like just put it out there. It's crazy. Let's not so. forget the comedy on TikTok. It's very funny. It's hilarious. Yes. And the the organization videos mm -hmm. where someone's doing that refrigerator or that pantry. Yes. Oh my God, I love those. Yes. I, but it's I got to like talk satisfying. about this. I got to talk about this. Before the pandemic, I was not aware of TikTok. Yeah. Were I, you? I, I, right. So you weren't. <laughs> if you no. got to think about it, I mean, I've heard. Not of, before the yeah. pandemic, yeah. But. So, who actually put me on with TikTok? Was it you? It was me. It was you. I regret it. And then it was my daughter after, because mm -hmm. she was like, you need to start making TikToks because it's fun. And then I gained a little bit of notoriety on TikTok, and my daughter, just like you, are my two largest haters about my TikTok. I'm not a hater. I just, as your, I don't even know, niece, cousin, whatever, mm -hmm. I don't want to see... Uncle Daddy. Well, <laughs> I don't want to see half the nonsense that you got going on in there. Mm -hmm. But the content that you put on there, like the actual content, I'm for all that. But like the hump in the kitchen sink. Yes. And, uh, do my little <laughs> Yes, that's cool. But I draw the line at hump in the kitchen sink. If I you just... think I'm bad, you should see these women on TikTok. I mean, yeah, but they're not my aunts and stuff. So Right, right, but they worse. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't doing it for attention and likes. I mean... At first, mm -hmm. I mean, at first I was doing it for attention and likes because it was like so much. And then I was like, damn, TikTok started sending me emails talking about how to create more content. We'll put you in the creative fund and mm -hmm. you can make money and get mm -hmm. tips. And I was like, oh, you can make money off of being this. So mm -hmm. I'll do it. Just so, showing how you are in your life and day yeah. to day. So it is awesome. Yeah. And I think there's a section of TikTok they call Big Top. And in that demographic, you know, mm -hmm. I'm top five. So what you been up to else out of TikTok since we've been gone? Because I'm not, people have been asking like, when are you gonna do the podcast again? Because they do enjoy our banter. So what have you been up to? Why haven't we been recording our podcast? Okay, life happens. That's true. For one thing, you live really far. I don't live really far. I live thirty minutes away from you. It's pretty far. No, it's not. It's pretty far. For one, for two, you don't drive up this way as much as you used to. That's true. That's true. For three, did I say life happens? You did. That was life the first thing you said. I got into a situation last summer where I moved in with a lady friend and we were roommates and things, you know, mm -hmm. went terribly bad and I was, you know, going through some motions. Mm -hmm. But I stayed going to the gym. I stayed focused on myself, but I just, just made a, you know, bad decision. Mm -hmm. But um, I lost the desire to do it. The honest with you, like it wasn't fun anymore. It felt like a duty, mm -hmm. like a job. And I think if you're doing a podcast or creating content, it should be something you get enjoyment out of. People already work shitty jobs that they hate going to. Right. 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 So might as well do stuff that's fun. And I don't know what made me want to start doing it again. I just was like, damn, there's so many topics we could talk about. I got something to say. What you got to say? So let's talk about the situation that you were in, right? Okay. Talk because there's it. something that I do want to bring up as far as what I think needs to thrive in a relationship. What's that? So, you know, there's the obvious initial thing. Attraction? Attraction, for sure. And then you have to be compatible. You have to have chemistry. You don't have to have that to you don't think see so? somebody. Well, yeah, okay. Initially, you see somebody, then you have a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 and they come off like, why are you talking to me? Da, da, da. I mean, obviously, you're not going to be compatible with somebody like that. Or, you obviously. know, you might be. So... Compatibility, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, 
But what do you think has to exist after that, prior to what I told you? Because I have a theory. Um, attraction for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first initial thing. Sometimes relationships, I don't know. Sometimes relationships happen from personality. But I'm talking about as far as like the introduction. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about, right? Like when you yeah. first see someone. Well, I guess attraction and me myself, like being clever or witty. Like if you just walk up to a guy or a girl, walk up to a woman and say, hey, how you doing? I'm Herman. That's not really like yeah. how it is. Like if I see a woman in the gym I'm attracted to, I might be like, okay, you're doing good work today and try to like yeah. pull something out the air and see if she engaged back with me. Right. But you got to have something to say. You can't just be looking at people and be like hoping they're going to be like, oh, he's attractive. She's attractive. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I agree. I think attraction is important initially. Sometimes you do get to know people first. Like if you're in a work environment, right. you're around somebody day to day. It's like, huh, oh, I like this what? person's personality. I like this person. That's a good point because like the the initial attraction might not be there, mm-hmm. but you can develop it. Yes, absolutely. Being in close proximities with people, mm-hmm. like liking their mindset, how yes. they go about doing things. Like, I, I was talking to somebody the other day. He was telling me he was a sapo, sapiosexual. Psychosexual? Yes. Psychosexual, yeah. I Excuse heard about us that. if we're botching Butchering this, this word. Yes. <laughs> but essentially, it's someone who's aroused or sexually attracted to somebody's intelligence. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Like, there are so many different ways people find people attractive. Maybe not necessarily just looking at them, but having a conversation and noticing, like, wow, they, they are a smart cookie. I yeah. want to have sex with well, them. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think I've been a recipient of that kind of thing mm-hmm. from people like not necessarily just intelligence, but like being funny, mm-hmm. being charismatic, mm-hmm. being witty. People like that. Like when mm-hmm. you're quick on your feet, and um, making people feel comfortable is one of the ways that I've stolen some pussy over the years. Stolen. Uh, now, when he says stolen, it's not like. He out here, R. Kelly. Let me rephrase it. Jeffrey Epstein. It ain't like that. Finessed. There we go. Pussy over the years. There we go. We don't Stolen. Because wanna... my homegirl, Keish, used to say, I steal pussy, but I finessed it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I used to have an ego problem with women who didn't like big guys, meaning like automatically x out a guy because he was big or automatically x somebody out because of something. Well, hold on. Mm-hmm. Don't you automatically x certain girls out? Yeah. So... Okay, you're saying it's a you thing. It was an ego thing that you had. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I felt like, what you mean you don't like big niggas? Mm-hmm. And everybody has a preference. So at one point in my life, I used to go out my way to try to have sex with women who didn't like big guys just to scratch them on my list like, yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Mm-hmm. You know? Where you at with that now? I'm over that. Okay. I'm all about psycho now. I want to get to know somebody's mind mm-hmm. because... um. I don't know if I'm bored with sex or I just had enough sex where it's just like, it's not everything anymore. Yeah. It's really not. Mm-hmm. I'd you rather need more. go out, hang out, have fun, go bowling, socialize, go go on trips. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. The air conditioner just cut back on because she wanted to cut the air conditioner off because the yeah, sound. Yeah, because it's loud. It's it like is throwing loud. stuff off. So if you right. hear the ringing, sorry, guys. Yeah. But, um,. So there was a theory that I came up with. So when you get past the initial attraction, when you get past the chemistry, all that kind of stuff, there's three things that I feel like need to exist for a relationship to actually thrive. Um, And I don't think a lot of people really think about it, but for me, it's timing, opportunity, and convenience. Um, And I think all three have to be working together for it to actually work. Now, sometimes 
convenience, you know, people will, you know, maybe like, some people will overlook that, like if you're doing a long distance relationship thing or whatever the case may be, but for the most part, they all have to be working together. So what do I mean by when I say opportunity, right? So you actually have the opportunity, like you both are interested in being with each other, like being in a relationship, you, you meet your you had that opportunity. What do, you, what do you think opportunity means in that Okay, sense? so I think about it like opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm. right? It's just like uh, if you go outside and you get in your car and you look down and see $100 on the ground, you have the opportunity to pick it up or leave it. Mm-hmm. Most people won't seize the moment and right. take advantage of the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a promotion at your job and your supervisor and you are really cool, and he lets you know about it before he puts it on the board so you have the opportunity to take advantage of getting a position. Mm-hmm. I think opportunity is like the best part of the world mm-hmm. because like without opportunity, how will you be able to put yourself in position to make things happen? Right. So opportunity is like the, is like the cause. Mm-hmm. And then like convenience and time and like the effect of the cause. You know what I mean? Like cause and effect. So when you said there's a promotion at your job, like, I think that goes into the timing thing, right? Yeah. Are true. you are you willing to take that leadership position? Yeah. Like, are you mentally prepared? Are you physically whatever? Are yeah, you prepared? Yeah. Is is it the right time for you? Or like, say the job is in another state, mm-hmm. but your your nest egg is here, mm-hmm. and we stay in Delaware. But they say, hey, the job is in New York. Are you going to take advantage of the opportunity? Cool, but the timing might be bad, or mm-hmm. it might not be convenient for you. Mm-hmm. So I guess that works in like more than just relationships. Yeah, for sure. Like it works in life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I feel like timing, though. Honestly, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not in this generation anymore or this coming generation. But I feel like timing is more so on the man's side. I feel like men really have to be ready. Women are bred to want to be in a whoa, relationship whoa, 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 whoa. and want to be. I I really do believe that. Like you could you could marry a girl at twenty one. That'd be easy. But I think it'd be very difficult to try and marry a man at twenty one. It takes a certain type of man. Now now this is what I will say. Are we talking about monogamous relationships? Oh well, I mean whatever relationship is whatever you right because say it is because you know relationships are based on like the person that's in it with each other and how they view it. Because, you know, you got open relationships. Yes, exactly. You got exactly. monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. You got those poly relationships. Mm-hmm. And you got those... Poly adjacent. There's so many. you got those ones I love called don't ask, don't tell relationships mm-hmm. that are kind of open, but it's not spoken of. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? long as you're doing what you need to do at home. But I want to talk about the timing part again. Because timing... Some people actually say timing is everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you can meet a guy. You can meet a woman. And it's great, and you, the vibe is there, the energy's there, but the timing is bad. Yeah. You could have just got out of a relationship where he's going through a divorce, or he's yeah. physically there, but he's emotionally unavailable yeah. because of something he's been through. Like, yeah. timing is so... <clears throat> mm-hmm. Timing is probably the hardest part. But, you, but, like, but to your point, though, timing, opportunity, convenience, those are the things that you feel like you need to, like, generate the relationship mm-hmm. right for sure because like let's say now let's getting on the convenience side let's say you meet a guy he works seven days a week like it's going to be very inconvenient with his work schedule to yeah. try and see each other try to get to know each other more like very inconvenient and for him the timing is off yeah and then you know the opportunity really isn't there anymore 
it's almost like a Rubik's Cube mm -hmm. a relationship. Like mm -hmm. you can, you just keep twisting and turning and trying to get that right combination. Never, you might have all of the white on one side mm -hmm. and all of the green, but the red and yellow mixed up and it's like, God damn. Right. But this is what I want to know. Even, okay, say you got opportunity, say you got time and say you got convenience, all of those things fall in line perfectly, right? Mm -hmm. Then what? Well, it just depends on the two of you guys. Like, obviously, this is a, a relationship, right? So that's a conversation that y'all had to have. Do y'all want to be in a relationship? What happens, you know, once you get into this relationship, what, what's coming after that? What do you want from there? Um, now, just because those three things are there doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you guys are on the same page. So basically, we're talking about basically, like, a starting point. Like, yep. a foundation. Like, okay, mm -hmm. before we build this house up, we gotta have opportunity, time, and the convenience, mm -hmm. and then we go there. We go on from there, right? Mm -hmm. But the only thing about the convenience part is, right? Most people won't do things that are inconvenient for them. Most people will go with the because convenient. The word convenient. When I think of the word convenient, I think easy. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think practical. Like you know what? I'm gonna go to the gym, stop at this gas station, and go to this grocery store because it's in the five mile radius of my house. It's convenient. Right. right, that's the same reason we go to Rite Aid instead of the grocery store and want some sugar, because it's convenient. You don't want to be in line for 10 minutes behind a dude that got 60 groceries when you just got a bag of sugar. So I'll go to Rite Aid. Convenient. Cool. So, yes, most people don't do things that are inconvenient, but I'll give a personal example. So there is a man that I really, really like. I met him. What's your, what, do you call, what did you call him? What was the name? My I husband? Forgot. No, no. Mr. Phenomenal, is it Phenomenal, I kept saying? Yeah, probably, that's the, how I feel about him. You said the him. date was Phenomenal, I call him Mr. Phenomenal. Yes. Um, okay, tell me about Mr. Phenomenal. So I met him out mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, I live in Delaware. He lives in D.C. Okay. We had a very, very great first interaction. Okay. Even though it's very inconvenient that we live, you know, states apart from each other, we decided, hey, we'll go on a date. And, you know, we'll see where it goes. And we speak every day and we enjoy each other's, you know, conversation. We enjoy each other's company, too, as well. Okay, so the first thing was y'all had the opportunity. Right. The opportunity presented itself. Mm -hmm. He sees the moment. You mm -hmm. both sees the moment. Right. Okay, now talk about the timing. How was the timing? So the timing is good. Um, okay, you're single? I'm single. He's single? He's single. Okay. Um, he wasn't, you know, he was married. He, you know... He's got a divorce. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. important. And then there was some time after that that he spent, you know, to himself, getting to know himself, you know, that kind of thing. Um, my last relationship, you know, my guy passed away. So I took some time to myself to kind of like, you know, get over that, which was kind of tough for me. Um, but now, you know, I'm in a good space. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm open to dating and really taking somebody seriously. So the timing is there, um, but the convenience is not. But at this point, because, you know, you were saying that people don't do things that aren't are that aren't convenient right we are what we are to each other we like each other we like each other's conversation we like each other's energy we like each other's vibe so even though it's inconvenient we're going to go out of our way like hey i want to see you or hey i want to you know hang out with you i want to talk to you whatever okay i want to i have a question so in the sense of it being inconvenient but the opportunity was good time is great I guess you both have to manage your expectations. Absolutely, yes. Because that's the thing I always say. Mm -hmm. When it comes to relationships or getting to know people or dating. Because dating and relationships are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, let me say this. Exclusively dating and dating are two completely different things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because people say, 
you know, are you single? I say, yeah, I'm single, but I'm dating. Right. So they assume that means I'm interested in one particular person. That, no, no, right. I'm dating, meaning I might go on a date with this lady this day. I might go on a date with this lady that day. I'm completely single. They're completely single, but we're just getting to know each other. So right. how do you get to know somebody? You talk on the phone, you talk via text, mm -hmm. and you go on dates. Right. You know, you interact with each other. Okay, cool. So in our situation, our managed expectations are, hey, look, you know, he, he's dating other people. I'm actually not dating other people. Um, are you open to date other people? Uh, I think I just like him a lot, so probably not. But, okay. I mean, I, I will at some point because we actually just was like, you know, we'll, we'll just be friends. We'll be cool. And, you know, if something comes of it, it, it does. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Just, you know, not only from the convenience standpoint, but a few other factors. Um, so we kind of just left it where it's at. Like, we still talk. We still... You know, try to see each other, try to connect. But again, they I feel like they really all three have to be there. So to play devil's advocate, right? Mm -hmm. Say everything's good and y'all walking down a yellow brick road and everything's beautiful and mm -hmm. you're enjoying his time, he's enjoying your time and it's six months down the line. Now it's December. And that conversation comes up like, what are we doing here? Yeah. You live in Delaware, he lives in D.C. So we're talking 100 miles. Mm hmm pretty far distance for somebody if you want to see him four to five times a week especially with gas mm -hmm. you got a job he got a job mm -hmm. he got a kid he got he a kid, a kid yeah. he got a kid mm -hmm. so his life is still going on how do you guys i'm just we, obviously this is hypothetical yeah for sure like so from your opinion because he's not here to speak for himself right how would you see like that going so like, who would have to make the move so this is the thing Number one, I feel like a lot of people now are just dating just to date. They don't really date with a purpose. Okay. So if if we're if we're seeing each other, if we're courting each other, and it's like we having a good time, and then whoa, at some point, whoa, men, women court men as well. How does what is the definition of that word? I, feel I like thought people, courting was what men do. Okay, to men, women. okay, he's courting me. Oh, because I can say if you're courting him, you're like, a gangster, <laughs> Johnny for real. Yeah, right. Um. Yeah, you say y'all no more. Nobody even calls you. Nobody that calls me that, but that's Part. my that's my Instagram name. Let me stop so getting off track because I be doing that a lot. So this is the thing, right? I feel like, like for me personally, if I'm gonna date somebody, I feel like it has to be with the purpose. We're talking about hypothetically, specifically about this particular situation you're currently in. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if we're still seeing each other six months from now, and we're just dating each other, at some point I'm be like, okay, are we are we? talking relationship what are we doing here and then i think things just naturally progress from there so you in a relationship you spend the nights at my house i'm spending nights at your house at some point it's going to be a conversation of are we going to move in together who's going to make that step are we going to meet halfway am i going to come your way are you going to come my way and then you know so since y'all do live apart and y'all both intrigued by each other and feeling each other like how does the conversation not be had now Meaning, like, of course y'all still get to know each other, but if you get to know somebody, right, and he's Mr. Phenomenal, he mm -hmm. thinks you're Miss Wonderful, and everything's beautiful. Well, he might not even really like me like that, so <laughs> this oh, is so my you, perspective. So you've managed your expectations. Yeah. <laughs> so you're willing to let it be known that you don't know how exactly he feels, but you got an idea. I got an idea. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It ain't like you sitting here, you know, buying him roses and taking him out to dinner right, and all no. that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. He's still a man, right? Yeah, right. In the sense of the word, not... Right. What people identify as. Mm -hmm. I don't want to offend nobody. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, hypothetically speaking, would you move to D.C.? <sighs> <laughs> I mean, you're not a homeowner. 
That's true. You don't have any children. That's true. You have nothing sticking you to Delaware. I mean, your career, is it holding you in Delaware? No. Um, right, because you work for a national company, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> they everywhere. We out here. Right, so. Um, I would. Hold up. Does he live in D.C. or Maryland? He does live in Maryland. I guess it's right outside yeah, yeah. of. The suburbs of D.C. Yeah. Okay. Because um, living in D.C. is expensive. It is expensive. So. I, I, I would move. I, I would move. I wow. would move to DC. You would leave us? <laughs> you would leave your family? The people, the only people you have. I we all you have. I mean, I mean, I, I, yeah, yes, y'all are my family, but like, you know, once you get in a relationship, like, yeah, you gotta break up. Even with your if family. you have kids, like, that's like that's your immediate family at that point. Yeah. What would you do in that situation? Let's see. Let's say. I'm out of here, baby. Well, you know, you, I'm 40. So you would leave? Of course, I would leave. I, I'm in need of something at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. Like you just said, you dating. You know what I mean? I'm, not, I'm dating, but I'm not really like, you know, I'm waiting on her. If she makes herself available and the opportunity is good, yeah, the timing uh -huh. is good, mm -hmm. and the convenience is You'll good, make it convenient, I'm yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. My daughter, she's 15 almost. Ain't like, I got like a six-year-old. Like, yeah. we only talk on the text anyway. You know what I mean? I'm mm -hmm. gone. So if you out there, babe, and you looking for me, <laughs> And you what I want, like I'm coming. Most or men, you can come here. I don't think most men would up and leave. I feel like it's always the women who would do something like that. I think the age got something to do with it from my perspective. Really? Think about it. You know, I was just in a situation last summer. You know what I'm saying? That was doomed from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You highly recommended I don't do it. I mean, and, you know, um, we sometimes we don't take each other's advice. But no, it's, it's just the fact that you know me and you yeah. knew that Mm -hmm. Like, come on, bro. You enjoy being, you know, outside in the mix, doing things like that. Right. But at this point, though, I'm like, I'm so over it. Like, I, like it's the 4th of July weekend, right? Remember I was telling yesterday, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to just chill. I ain't going to do nothing. I done made a barbershop appointment for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So if I got a haircut and I got some fits, if somebody hit me outside. like, yo, you know, I'm outside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to be outside no more. So this is a calling, me calling out to my babe. Babe, if you <laughs> out there... Babe, come get me from outside and tell me to come on home and, mm -hmm. you know, I'm coming, you know, like, or you can come here, I got a two-bedroom, you just can't be a hater, you can't hate on my TikTok or my social media. Yeah, we would never work. Yeah, because, you know. Now, let me say, I'm not hating, I just feel like. No, not you. Who not I am to you, I don't want to see half the stuff I'm not. You're not that a, you post. You're not like a regular hater, like, no, no, it's like hating. And then it's like girlfriend hating. Yeah, yeah. Girlfriend yeah. hating is real. Because mm -hmm. they'll say little things that make you feel like. Your you little make, TikTok. Yeah, like you doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I met somebody on TikTok, you know, and we hung out. You know what I'm saying? She came out here. And, um, you know, we used to talk about TikTok sometimes. Mm -hmm. And she would tell me how she would, like, read the comments that women would leave. and. Mm -hmm. How she would go to their pages and things of that sort and mm. i thought it was kind of crazy yeah. but i guess i get it i just wouldn't do it because mm -hmm. you know i'm a don't ask don't tell type yeah. person yeah so i don't even want to know how many dudes in your dm or how yeah. many but one thing i love about TikTok, this is a sidebar thank goodness people that i don't follow back can't send me messages anymore <laughs> because when i first got on TikTok, and i'm a, i mean i think i'm a decent looking fellow don't get me wrong but I didn't know like 50,000 women thought I was handsome. Yeah, That's right. a bit much for yeah. me. You know, I can like get my little 100 likes on the gram, you know, mm -hmm. humble, but mm -hmm. you get on TikTok and you get 6,000 likes, you start thinking like, damn, am I, am I am with I, no filter? Am I really this problem? 
But then again, like, it all goes back to what I said earlier. You know, people have demographics. Mm -hmm. Like, you're somebody's type. Yeah. I'm right. somebody's type. That guy that you're dating, he's somebody's type. He's my type. Yeah, so like. 100%. And you just be surprised that like some of the people who type you are. Yeah. Like, you know, you're attractive and all that, right? Mm -hmm. But if Drake right up on you was Drake type, you'll be like, damn. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I'm cute and all that, but this nigga, this million dollar nigga motherfucker with me. Right, that might, right. be a little, that might do a little something for you. I mean, I don't got no million dollar. If I do got a million dollar chick on my TikTok and if I don't follow you back. Oh God. Leave him say say something in the comment, baby, and I'm definitely gonna follow oh, you back. Sup, baby, take me out to dinner. You feel me? <laughs> hey yo. But anyway, I met the woman on TikTok and she was cool, but the opportunity presented itself. Mm -hmm. Timing was good. Convenience it's, wasn't there. It's very inconvenient. She lives in Ohio. Mm -hmm. I live in Delaware. Mm -hmm. But you said you would move though. Well, it's other variables that Ab come into place. Right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Like for one, she has children. Mm -hmm. And Nothing wrong with dating a woman with children, but when you're a man and a woman has women, daughters and things like that, and you're talking about progressing with them and they somebody else's children, I don't know. Yeah, like, especially if they're younger. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I got a 15-year-old daughter, you know, but I don't know. I just think it's a touchy situation now, For especially sure. with like young women and their attitudes and everything. I just don't know. Right. But I think she's a great person, mm -hmm. great personality. Mm -hmm. She, um... She treats me the way I like to be treated. Like right. she's very affectionate, very loving, very caring, you know. And um, it's just the convenience isn't there. Mm -hmm. But I would do it. But it just other variables. Come on, you know. So what I would I would implore people to do. I would I would tell people to just think about those three things outside of just like the lust part and the attraction part and the chemistry part. Think about those three things. Think about what it is that you want after the fact. Have a conversation because, again, manage your expectations. You might be thinking one way, and then that person is thinking another way. And not to mention, like, we just talked about the foundation of, like, how how Johnny views the start of something. Mm -hmm. Now, if you out here just want to fucking have fun, right. you know, continue to do what you do. Mm -hmm. Play on, Just player. know, in certain states, you know, the Roe v versus Wade thing happens, so they're yeah. limiting plan Bs mm -hmm. and yes. all that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, they are. So, if you pull out game week and she a fertile myrtle and you live in those states that's in the south i think you know it might be something to think right. about or even up north but i don't know yeah because they can't have no baby out their mouth so with that being said everything ain't always about the inside fellas you know what i'm saying sometimes you just gotta be smarter you know what i mean papa chan but i'm 40 right and mm -hmm. i don't want no more children right like not at all so i'm, I'm about 28 to be, and i don't want no kids right so what if, and that's a I'm happy you said that. Now we can go back to the relationship thing. Mm -hmm. Now you're 28 with no children. Mm -hmm. You meet a guy. He's 32. No children. Loves you. You love him. He wants a family. He wants a legacy. He mm -hmm. wants to have that name carried on. You're in trouble. Yes. Well, no, I'm, I'm not in trouble because I have those conversations from the gate. If we're not aligned in that, like marriage, religion, kids, those are conversations you need Finances, those are conversations you need to have from the jump. Okay, I'm, not, the I'm not into in wasting no time. In the yes. dating stage, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not going to waste somebody's time. But what if we just trying to fucking have fun? It don't even matter. Then. It doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter. Mm -hmm. So are you currently looking to be in a relationship or are you just trying to fucking have fun? Honestly, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to fucking have fun. Okay. Um, that sounds weird because fucking having fun sounds great. Well, I want to have fun, but I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be out here just slurring around, you know? Okay. Um, 
But as far as the dating thing, I don't think I was thinking about it until I met Mr. Phenomenal. Okay. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily think I'm like out here trying to look for that either. I think it comes when it comes. So. Okay. On that note, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see the progression. So of things. basically, you're open to whatever mm-hmm. could be. Right. So hope for the best. Prepare for if it don't work out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You got your boots off and try again. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about being young that I miss. The not giving a fuck is. What? Because when you, I mean, meaning like, like, okay, say you get into a two-year relationship right now and it doesn't work out and you wake up and you're 30. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. You get in another two-year relationship and you wake up and you're 33. You get in another three-year relationship and you wake up and you're 37. I think your math is a little off, but right, right. I see what you're going with this. Well, I mean, you got to take, take time off. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, all right. You break gotta, up with a nigga and get two months later, I got new boots. You should probably throw that out there because I was like, he cannot add, but go ahead. Well, I was hoping, you know, from 28 to 30, mm-hmm. you'll wait oh, at least six to eight yeah, months. Yeah, so you get to something you serious. And you're another year and a yeah. half relationship, you're 33, right? But my point is, and then you wake up at 37 and you'd have been in three, three, two to three-year relationships. Yeah. And you're like, damn, 40 right there. What are we doing? Right, right. No, not with the people. Like, what are we doing when you look at yourself in the mirror? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what are we do- And that's where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, this Teddy Bay shit. I mean, this shit is all cool. Don't get me wrong, but. And it's not like, you know, I got a couple of options, I guess. But they're not like the options I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't want nobody that's like settled in and stuck in their ways mm-hmm. and not open-minded. That's not fun. That's gonna ask me a bunch of questions and be all in my space. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm, I've been single mad long, and I'm so used to my. I think the situation I was in last year didn't work out because I'm not used to people being in my space. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. You know? And I be and I say to you like, just because society says you know you need to have this house and with the dog and the boy and the girl doesn't necessarily mean that's how your relationship needs to be. Sometimes some people can just live apart but be happy in their relationship. It's just whatever oh, I, you I would feel. Be open to that. Yeah, it's whatever you. But the only thing about that is that bills are so expensive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people want to be in a partnership for that reason. Like you consolidate yeah. and then you save and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that maybe makes a difference. but maybe not necessarily living apart. Maybe you know you have your own room, they have their own room. Whatever, whatever you deem in your relationship to be the standard, the mm-hmm. norm, whatever you want it to be, you can make it. You just have to have that conversation. Yeah, you have to have that conversation up front. That's important. It is. But you know what's so funny about those conversations? When people at that moment where they like, I like you and I'm into you, mm-hmm. a lot of people would agree to stuff that they really And then it goes out the window. Want to do just because they mm-hmm. want you. And then at that point, you got to realize like, okay, maybe this person isn't for me and I don't want to waste my time. But the time is not wasted. Time is spent. It's like money. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how people say you wasted your money on going to the club? That's not a waste. You went mm-hmm. there you had a ball. Right. I seen you driving a boat. You had a great time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a waste. You just might have <laughs> felt like you should have done something more responsible. Mm-hmm. But the only thing about it is money is, like, recyclable, right? Like, yeah. it comes and it goes. Mm-hmm. Time is not. Right. It just goes. Right, yeah. Continuous. Either way. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if you're going to be with somebody, have a good time. Enjoy your time you spend with them. But at the same time, please, people, manage your expectations. Mm-hmm. Like, if a person shows you signs of their character and who they are, please don't ignore them because you think they're cute. Right. You know, because right. you might Sex- not be able right. to deal with some stuff that they bring to the right. table. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm a free spirit. Most women want a man that listens and that's that's agreeable. Mm-hmm. That is not I'm not you. always agreeable. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll play devil's advocate mm-hmm. just because I like controversy and I like to get people riled up. Not necessarily on a negative way, but just right. 
that's one of my things. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. even know why I'm that way. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like, just who you are. like you're a bit of an asshole. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. No, no, you say it. <laughs> we say it, and you agree with us. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what they that's say. What they say. <laughs> but the thing is, though, you're a lovable asshole. Now, if you were a mean asshole. People wouldn't like you. Yeah. Like, you know, like just blatantly rude. Right. You'll say a little Like a lot of people comment. like me. Yeah, a lot of mm -hmm. people that say rude things to people, but make it sound funny. It's like, oh, okay, he was being funny. Mm -hmm. But if you being an asshole, people don't like that shit. Right. But I meet a lot of women who aren't agreeable, mm -hmm. who aren't smart, who aren't compatible with most people nowadays because they so used to how it used to be. But I was fucking with a nigga, and it was like, this ain't that, and I'm not him, and this ain't that situation. Like, right. a lot of these women now have more opinions than they did before because now they're more vocal because they see it. Like, yeah. they have people speaking up for themselves. They're not just being too. like, you know, what do they say, shut up and go cook or go in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, that shit is over with, right? Yeah. But at the same time, don't be so to the point where you can't even be agreeable, like, Hey, babe, can we watch this movie instead of that? No, because I want to do it. Like, who wants to be in my woman like that? Right. I seen a, a TikTok earlier. I saved it. The woman said that she, her man is spoiled rotten. Yes, she said, I'm I saw a submissive that. submissive woman. Did I send it to you? No, I seen okay. it, though. I the ran across it. Yes. Yo, wasn't that? It was beautiful. Most, and she, most she, men would want that. Yeah, but, you know, and a lot of women don't want to do it because that's them being vulnerable. But, you know, being in a relationship, you have to be. You both have to be vulnerable. She wants to be that for her man. She wants to be submissive. She wants to rub his back till he falls asleep. She wants to. She wants to do these Unpack things. Unpack his bags, cook his. She yes. said, "I want to know what he wants, but without him even telling me." Yes. And yes. I know most people be like, "Well, yeah, if she got a good man." Don't get me wrong. Everybody isn't worthy of some of those right. dudes, right? Because if you a woman, man that beats on your woman, and she's still doing that, you're a piece of shit. Right. Yeah. Cool. For sure. But if you a good man to your woman, why wouldn't she want to go out her way to do exactly. those things? Exactly. But nowadays, a lot of women in society think that's being weak. Mm -mm. Stupid, mm -hmm. dumb, or, or uh, a pushover. No, yeah. like women are. Oh, I got, I got masculine energy, feminine energy. Mm -hmm. These are phrases I never heard ten years ago. Right. I heard a woman say, "I want to be in my feminine energy." When you say you want to be, what's stopping you from being it? Well, you gotta think, like especially. So okay, so somebody like me, I wear a uniform every day. I'm in a career field where I have to be, I, like an alpha dominant personality to even be successful right right but if i'm going to be with somebody i wouldn't be able to come home and i want to be in that feminine energy i want to be in that feminine space i don't want to have to be the one making decisions all the time i don't want to have to be i want to be the woman and i want you to be the man so right. yes these terms you may not have heard before years ago but it's like it's so prominent these days because women are doing both like women are out here being the, the father and the mother that's that's not new but mom, I was raised by a single mom. Exactly. Okay. But it's just a title on it now. My mom had we a love lot of masculine now. energy. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. She was very aggressive, but she had to be because exactly. she was weak and meek. People took advantage of her. Mm -hmm. Now, I get that. But this one I'm talking about when you're with your man. Mm -hmm. Right? If you were the alpha, right? You don't got to be in no masculine energy. Mm -hmm. Right. Especially if he's treating you right, right? Mm -hmm. But some women are so used to being alpha females or being in their masculine energy they forgot to be feminine sometimes. Right, yeah. And that's a major turn off, mm -hmm. right? And if you got mommy issues or daddy issues or whatever issues that you may have, you need to talk about that with your partner so they know who they dealing with. Right. Because I meet a lot of women, when they come off at first, so great. Great personality, 
you don't even get in an argument or disagreement with them, right? right. Because they want to be agreeable, but they're really being fake. Yes. They're like hiding who they are. Yo, there's, I specifically, when I'm getting to know somebody, I never ask them what type of woman do they like. Because women already have this, like, instinct to just be that. And then eventually you're going to be yourself. Right. I hate the honeymoon stage. Yes. Hate it. I want to get to the point where we have controversy. Yes. We're mad at each other. Because I want to see how you're going to react, and I want you to see how I'm going to react. Because in that moment, that's the real. Yes. It's all uh, it's all, it's all, all out the window, all that old niceties. And I'm not saying, we're not saying that to say, you know, be rude, be mean, be an asshole. Right, no, just but be like, yourself. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I met a woman... I was hanging out with, and um, she took a lot of things as disrespect mm -hmm. that I felt like most people wouldn't take as disrespect, right? right? And I felt like she was hypersensitive and over-emotional, overreacted to some of the things I said or did. But then I had to realize, like, once I got to know her better, like, what she's been through made her that way. Right, and you right. Know I used to tell her all the time? You aren't what you go through. Mm -hmm. You experience what you go through. Mm -hmm. Don't let the hurt the despair, all the bad feelings you had make you become somebody else yeah. just because. Mm -hmm. No, that means you lost. That means yeah. you losing to the world. Like, you still, as hard as it is to be yourself, right? Yeah. You got to maintain that throughout this world because people are change you, men are change you, mm -hmm. women are change social media will change you, mm -hmm. telling you who you should be, how you should look, yeah. how you should dress. They even giving people tips on how to approach women. They motivational speak. Everybody is like something now yeah and i get it is these platforms right and if you got three hundred thousand followers and a blue check by your name mm -hmm. i guess you're somebody yeah right <laughs> you know what i'm saying versus me nobody mm -hmm. so let me listen to this somebody tell me how i should be with a bunch of other nobodies and yeah. hopefully you become a somebody, somebody right which is stupid right mm -hmm. because at the end of the day whatever works for that person works for them whatever works for you like rest in peace kevin Sanders. let me just say that because yeah. um we was talking about it yesterday. We say controversy uh, itself, right? Yeah. He was very controversial. He made some good points. He made some bad points. But he mm -hmm. seemed like he was being authentic, though. Yeah. He didn't seem like he was faking it for the people. It seemed right. like he was genuinely that way. Right. And I seen people on social media happy that he passed away. Which is sad. Which is crazy because, mm -hmm. like, all he did was come from nothing, mm -hmm. make himself something, mm -hmm. died rich, yep. and people hate him because of his, his opinion and how he expressed his opinion. Yeah. But people that hated him kept watching him, though. Right, right. I remember I was watching him on live on Instagram one time, and you can buy likes. Like, you know how you hit the little heart button on somebody live mm -hmm. to show them love? Yeah. You can buy a three-pack for four ninety nine, mm. and you hit that, and he'll see your like over everybody else's. Yep. I say he is generating massive income for yeah. telling people what he thinks about black women, black men, relationships, and yeah. how, how things go in society today. Excuse me. And they hated him for it. Mm -hmm. And some people liked him for it, right? Right. And there's a new guy named Andrew Tate mm -hmm. who seems far more arrogant. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. He's a six foot three kickboxer, rich motherfucker that seems mm -hmm. supremely confident mm -hmm. and don't have no insecurities. Mm -hmm. And... He must have figured out the algorithms on, on social media now because every time I see him on my Instagram or my YouTube, right. his shorts always popping up. Yes. And I don't even follow him on no platforms. Right, he's popped up. But because he's becoming more and more popular, and what is he doing? He's being controversial. Exactly. So if I got on here and said, yeah, listen, I'm a fat guy, I'm a big guy, but I don't want no big girls. If you're over 200 pounds, you're a linebacker, you look like a... 
Right. Man, they were flame, broil me, shorty. Yes, but you like, would have that. And they would poke me on social media. Mm-hmm. I might make shade room. You'd be viral. And then I'll go from 38,000 followers to 380,000 followers in one month. Mm-hmm. And only thing they waiting for now is for me to say something again. Shock right. value, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. To say some shit. You know what? I don't like light-skinned women because they on the pedestal. And I get it, but I just don't respect it. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but if that's how you genuinely feel, it's cool. But I don't understand why you got the great people to, like, get your point across. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm an asshole, right, then you got to call me an asshole just for people to know I'm an asshole? Because if I'm being myself, you'll see I'm an asshole. Exactly. I don't have to. Yeah, you don't right. got to say, yeah, you're a fucking asshole. You're a piece <laughs> of shit. And nobody likes you. Damn, you degrading me and ridiculing me because you don't like what I'm saying. Right. And I think that's kind of crazy. What you think? You think that's a little, little, was it a little much for you? They talking about happy he died. I was like, yeah, that's, that was fucked up. I think he was, you know, very animated. He was very controversial, but he made some good points. Now, for somebody to say, I'm glad that he died and stuff like that, just because he had opinions and he vocalized them, it's crazy. Like, we don't even know this man. Right. But, I mean, it is what it is. You know, this 2022 and everything's fucked up. So, what, what do you expect? Yeah. I expect people to be themselves mm-hmm. sometimes. And sometimes they won't. But this joint getting a little long. You know, we want to stay under that 45. We want to stay in that 45 minute to an hour range. You know what I'm saying? We're not even going to make no expectations on, like, when we go and post a podcast. But just stay tuned. Hopefully, yeah. we're more consistent. No, we're going to be very consistent. Okay. Because, uh, we're going to speak it into Because opportunity, timing, and convenience. Mm-hmm. It ain't just with relationships. It's with mostly, mostly things in life. And I also want to say this to people that's out there struggling with things. You know what I mean? Like people struggling with mental health, struggling with weight, struggling with confidence. Um, I'm, I've been overweight my whole life. And one of the main things that make me feel better every day is getting up and going to the gym. And I don't care if you go for five minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. If you can just muster up the energy to go and do it, you should just go and do it. It mm-hmm. might make you feel better. It might make you have a better outlook on life. Because depression is real. And I don't want people to be sitting around thinking like, oh, this is that. This is bad. Life ain't always bad. And it's a one-shot deal. So mm-hmm. we try to get some enjoyment out of this thing. You heard? Teddy Bay, Teddy Bay has spoken. Just wanted to put that out there. So mm-hmm. this your boy, Teddy Bay. Johnny Hedge. Oh, I ain't mean to cut you off, Johnny Ham. No, we I'm said not. Johnny Ham? No, I said Johnny here. Crazy. Oh, Johnny. At least I, I can't say, say no more. I can say, just make up a new one, Johnny <laughs> Ham. names do I have? Fucking ham hocks and chitlins. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but no, we're going to get out of here. You got any last words? You want to give me your socials again? Uh, last words, don't let uh, moments become monuments. Okay. Yeah, don't I let like moments that. become monuments. Okay. We're going to hold on. Don't let moments become monuments. Okay, mm-hmm. guys? So I guess at the end of every episode, we're going to do a last word. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my last word is manage your expectations. There we go. All right, y'all. We out, guys.